0: Hey, this is Frederick from Hammerfall, and you're watching CMS TV. It's Rhino Bucket right here on your classic metal show with uh, Beat to Death Like a Dog, wrapping up a block of uh, acdc influence style bands. Of course, we started off with Boned there with uh, Up at the Crack. Right. And, of course, the original ACDC, Let Me Put My Love Into You, and uh, Airborne with uh, Diamond in the Rough. All the good ones. All the very ACDC influenced bands. Right. So Good stuff. Yeah, it is. It's just just good rock and roll. Mm Mm-hmm. Man.
1: Straight up rock,
0: man. (laughs) I just like Jackal in the chat room. Sounds like a Bon Scott trying to want to be. Yeah. So what? It's a tribute to, you know, people who are very uh, influenced by ACDC. ACDC, a very influential band. Uh, You know, um, Johnny was on the show earlier and was saying that, uh, you know, some of the European markets that he plays to, that uh, even to this day, even though uh, ACDC is celebrating its 50th year, uh some of the European uh, countries... Have only experienced ACDC in the last fifteen years. That's right. Which is just kind of wild. I mean, when you think about it, it's just like fifty years, fifteen years. Mm-hmm. So where were they for thirty-five years? Well, we weren't allowed to play that because yeah. we would get thrown in jail because of it. That's right.
1: <laughs> yeah, J- Jacko just needs to calm the fuck down. Yeah. Nobody's trying to steal from Bon Scott, and Bon Scott's dead. Yeah. But it's not like can, it's not like he's
0: out there making music
1: and people are trying to steal from
0: him. It's a tip of the hat to the the influencers band, not an AI influencer, but an influencer. Yeah. You know, ac a very influential band. That's right. You know, most people who got into hard rock music through the 70s into the 80s, maybe even into the 90s, they kind of look back at you know, bands like obviously acvc uh led zeppelin uh black sabbath the purple you know all those bands influenced. Yeah. you know a lot of the you know they were the uh godfathers or they mm-hmm. kind of set the standard and it's just like yeah, yeah i, I want to rock out like AC/DC.
1: yeah i mean he needs to shut the fuck up i mean let's face it we could be playing corn and limp biscuit we're giving you fucking rock music that sounds like rock music. Shut yeah. the fuck up. It's melodic hard rock. Yeah. And it sounds good. Shut up. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck your dumb Deep Purple and fuck off. Right. ACDC rules. Any ACDC knockoff is fine with me. <laughs>
0: Especially if they do it well. Especially
1: if they don't do fucking Deep Purple covers.
0: Right. But, but I agree with uh, your pick to start off the set there that uh, boned. Uh, they captured that spirit probably better than anyone.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're great. Yeah. And nobody gave a fuck.
0: Yeah. It's unfortunate. It nobody, isn't it weird? I mean, that band got no traction. I think, what, what did they have? Two albums they, that they, actually have a second release i don't think we ever i don't it. think they did if they did we never got it maybe yeah. an ep
1: but uh, that davy boned uh with dan the- davy i heard yeah, the dan id davy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is true yeah i like it when jib gets fucking shit on for being a dummy
0: yeah, just like why don't you just accept it?
1: Yeah. Accept it. Stop crying about everything, you get off my old get off my lawn, old get man. Shut up. Shut up. Hey Shut get out of my yard. Music hasn't been good since John Bonham died. <laughs> it's been a sad fifty-two years since John Bonham passed away. Shut up.
0: It's been a sad 52 years since the uh, AMC ended the Pacer.
1: Yeah, exactly. That it's been a great car. A, it's been a terrible time since my Yugo died. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Although with Jim, that's way too modern. You know what was a good car? The Etzel.
0: <laughs> really had a bad reputation, but it was quite a good vehicle. Even though he was the son of the founder of Ford, that was a great car. Yeah, you know what else I liked? The Model T. That was a good car.
1: (laughs) You know, I got to say, I bought a car and I yanked out the CD player and put in a new AM radio. That way it would fucking sound the way I like it. Yeah.
0: Idiot. And I, and I had a, I had a hook on a track player. <laughs> you know, remember the had on a yes. player that you had to mount under the <laughs> dash. You know, an
1: eight track would be okay, but nothing spelled cool like a CB. <laughs> now that was good listening. <laughs> they used to call me machine head DP. That was my name on the CB. Machine right. Head DP for Deep Purple. Right. What a tool.
0: Shut like up, you, old man. Uh, this is Machine Head. <laughs> I'm, headed, I like I'm, to, I'm, I'm headed westbound on 76. Anybody seen any Smokies out there? Come back.
1: <laughs> Fucking Jim. Jim would be like, I've got some modern records. I've got Deep Purple's Perfect Strangers. That's a very modern record. was that, 1983?
0: 86 that, or something? I think, that, I think that was 86.
1: I don't even know. Somewhere
0: around there. 84, 86, somewhere around there.
1: What a tool bag. I bet you he sits around just fucking listening to Made in Japan on his reel-to-reel.
0: <laughs> shut up. Reel-to-reel. Just shut up. <laughs> you gotta cue it up right. Yeah.
1: Whoop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jim uh, Alright well I got a story That's going to make you crazy Okay <laughs> <laughs> This kind of uh, Encapsulates Broadcast radio Which okay. of we're not Really a part of anymore Correct But political correctness mm-hmm. And just today's environment where you can't say anything that's just fun okay so i know i know how you feel about uh the cleveland indians and their new uh moniker which we will not mention here
1: good because i don't even recognize
0: that name. i know you don't that's why i didn't say that so we'll talk about the cleveland indians okay but there's a uh, football team in Washington that uh, you know. The, the, let's just put it this way: the Washington Redskins. The Redskins. Yeah. yeah. We won't talk about their new name.
1: Their dumb, stupid name. Or now, which new name are we talking? The C word or the uh, the Washington football team?
0: The the C word.
1: Which was better in your mind? The C-word or the football? I actually didn't mind the football team.
0: I want the uh, Washington Redskins. Well, I, I want the Redskins I, back. I but not accept anything other than the Redskins. I can live with the football team
1: because at least that just says what it is.
0: I can't live it's with- It's
1: the them. Washington football team. <laughs> I can't live with either one of those. Well, I can't live with why they changed it because they're fucking pussy cunts, but-
0: well, let's use the c word for the pussy cunts. All right, there we go. The Washington pussy cunts. So, so, so I will read this article using the pussy cunts. All right. For their current name. Yeah. Okay. The new Washington Pussy Cunts ownership group took swift action Saturday Ooh. to remove two radio hosts, Chris and Neely. <laughs> after they discovered sexist remarks were made on air. Oh, boy. Or as Mike Trevisano said, in the air. In the air. Toward a female reporter. Oh, boy. By the end of the day, one of them was... Fired! Exactly. (laughs) You didn't even know this art No,
1: I don't. I don't know this story at all. <laughs> you
0: already knew it was fire. Of
1: course. Yeah,
0: you're Not going to
1: survive that, God forbid. And, and and I'm I'm I know I'm getting ahead of the story. But I'm I'm feeling confident in saying it's nothing that we would think is, is dirty or no, offensive. No, of course not. It's not like, oh, look at those fucking, look at those fucking big ass fucking what? melons on her chest. Look how vile these two were. Yeah. Wouldn't mind sticking my fucking pecker in her turd cutter. I'm sure it's nothing like that, right?
0: No. All right. Nothing even close. Okay. The team banned. Ooh, Don Geronimo. Isn't that like, uh, the Washington Redskins? Don Geronimo. That's probably why they banned him (laughs) too close to an Indian. And here, here's one of those terrible radio names. Okay. His name is crash young. Oh, really? His, His name is crash. Crash
1: young got fired too.
0: Crash Young. Oh, man. Too bad. So Don Don Geronimo and Crash Young.
1: So Crash Young and Chief J. Strongbow got the boot. They got
0: the boot from the... They
1: got the moccasin.
0: (laughs) They both got the boot from the local radio station, WBIG. WBIG. We're big. <laughs> the
1: big, the big 100
0: to be exact,
1: the big one hundred, under there. Hey, it's me. Crash. What's his name? Crash Johnson. His name is Crash Young. Crash. Young. Hey, it's me. Crash Young here with big chief J strongbow here at the B.I.G. Holy
0: shit. Does this kind of shit work these days?
1: This is your big announce team here. Chief J strongbow and
0: Crash Young. Can you imagine, I I haven't heard these two, their radio shtick or their radio show, but holy shit. Hey, it's WBIG, the big 100. It's Crash Young mm. and Don Geronimo. <laughs> We're not the- just going to have a regular game this week. We're going to have a big game here at
1: WBIG. At the helm. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you know, every <laughs> stupid promo has to have big in it. It's a big car dealership opening here at here at Bullshit Ford. Get the fuck out of here
0: with this. Bullshit. <laughs> Whatever. Is, is, that, is that Chief Bullshit Ford? That's right. Chief bullshit. Chief bullshit here. be Chief sitting bull bullshit Ford. Holy You don't
1: like our prices? We'll smoke a piece pipe together and come up with a deal you can handle right, right. here at bullshit Ford Holy just ask for Chief J Strongbow he's also announcing the game Jesus
0: uh, does commercial radio really work that way these days still does anybody does really any does anyone really buy into commercial radio these days I'd love to say
1: no but we from time to time we don't even investigate it enough i bet if we investigate enough we could have material every week from another fucking shitty
0: what was that show out in in la that we had that one time oh yeah the, the chainsaw show or the chain or, and don't, we had the, we had the uh, show out of atlanta the um the what was it called the what the hell was it called the fred the, show or the something? fred yeah
1: i mean they all have just stupid bullshit, and they all have the one guy that talked like this. Hey, here we go.
0: Oh, he had the big radio voice. He was the big radio voice guy.
1: W-B-I-G. We are bigger than you.
0: Yeah. Shut up.
1: W-B-I-G. We're big, and not just in the man parts. The
0: Fred Show. The Fred
1: Show. Featuring Fred. Oh,
0: my God. That, I mean do do people still listen to that stuff I'm sure they do I mean I again I don't know because I don't again I just talked about this in the last segment that I haven't listened to commercial radio in forever and I heard somebody that I was acquainted with years ago mm-hmm. still on Chicago radio and it was yeah. clear that it was all pre-recorded Breaks, yeah, you know. But do do people still buy into the whole WBIG Big One Hundred?
1: It's the big hits for the big day, Neely. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. It's football Sunday or WBIG, the Big One Hundred. Okay. Guess what we're gonna do? One hundred songs in a row, commercial free. (laughs) (laughs)
0: that's big. (laughs) Now, now, do you still listen to sports talk radio in the Cleveland area? Very
1: occasionally, but it's mostly podcasts now.
0: All right. Like I'll get their
1: podcasts. So they cut out the callers and the commercials.
0: Mm. All right. Well, anyway, um, the team band John or Don Geronimo. Geronimo. Mm. Yeah. And Crash Young of local WBIG. Big 100 from the Ooh. training camp Friday after the pair called WUSA 9. W- oh, WUSA W-S1. 9, hey. Sports anchor. And look this chick up because I want to find out if she looks like a, which this chick looks like. Her name is Sharla. Uh S-H-A-R-L-A McBride. Sharla McBride is her name. She's pretty hot. Is she? Yeah, she's pretty good. All right. We'll find her. I'm pulling her up. All right. Uh, From from training camp Friday after the pair called WUSA 9 9 sports anchor, Sharla McBride, quote unquote, barbie that's and, pretty accurate actually <laughs> and thought she was quote-unquote cheerleading during thursday's practice that's bad well that's sexist okay well she's a typical blonde chick i mean i i don't find her exceptionally hot no, I mean she's
1: not a stunner, but she's a she's a solid eight.
0: Yeah, she's an attractive woman.
1: Yeah, but you could do without she, those fucking triangle hoops in her head.
0: Yeah, but but is she like overly stunning? No, not really. I mean, she's okay. She's yeah. she's
1: she's, she's, so she's cool. a good-looking girl.
0: Yeah, she's a good-looking girl. But is she just like, oh my god, who is no.
1: who that? You'd notice her in a grocery store, you wouldn't notice her in a Playboy.
0: Right, of course.
1: That's that's kind of where she falls. Right.
0: All right, so here we're here's where we're at. So Geronimo and Young said that Sharla McBride looked like a Barbie and okay. thought and thought she was cheerleading during Thursday's practice. And that got him fired? Let me finish. Okay. McBride has worked at WUSA 9 since 2020. Okay. So basically almost three years. And has been a sports reporter since 2007, according to her LinkedIn page. Okay. Okay. We have worked hard to ensure that everyone in here. I'm gonna. I am just, my. You know what? To get some duct tape here because my <laughs> head is gonna explode. My head is gonna explode if I have to utter these words fucking again. Tape it up. <laughs> I'm gonna have to tape my head. <laughs> We have we have worked hard to ensure that everyone feels safe. Oh,
1: please!
0: Did she not feel safe being called a Barbie? No, this is the uh, this is the uh, announcement from the management. Okay. At WUSA9. Hmm. This word "safe" is just so overused. Yeah, everyone feels everything is about the feels these days. Mm -hmm. I'm so sick of it. Well, we got to play to the pussies. That's really what we do now. We have worked hard to ensure that everyone feels safe and respected. No, you earn respect. You don't just automatically get respect. Mm -hmm. You earn it. I agree. Where was she disrespected? Well, because they said she looked like a Barbie.
1: All right, nothing in their head. This happened last week. Yes, nothing in their mind thought that this is a little soft, topical uh, comment. Well, being this- that the Barbie movie was out this week. Yes, it
0: was just kind of comical banter.
1: A very soft. I mean, come on! It's not like they said, "Yeah, she's doing the splits and her f- she's leaving fucking worm trails on the
0: fucking no, turf. No, snail trails. Whatever. Not she's worm trails. Not- snail trails. Get it right, Chris. Goddamn. Yeah,
1: sorry. She's, snail trails. She's not making the field wet. You know, she doesn't have anything dripping down her leg while she's jumping up and down. You fucks,
0: shut no, up. Well, you, 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 you have keyed in on something you weren't even aware of. Okay we have worked very hard to ensure that everyone feels safe ah. and respected in our workplace. A what, what were we calling the C word uh, team? Pussy cunts. Pussy cunts. Uh, the pussy cunt spoke said in a statement to, uh, to W USA nine. And we took swift action when we learned that an employee of our partner, iHeart made, this is the drum roll part, sexually disparaging remarks to and about a member of the media while she was broadcasting live from the training camp yesterday.
1: What sexual remark? Barbie or tr- or, or cheerleader? Barbie. Barbie is a sexual remark now? Apparently so.
0: Barbie doesn't even have a pussy. (laughs) That's the whole thing. We arbitrarily make up these definitions as to what sexually, uh, what do you want to call harassing these days? Yeah. So, if you said, oh, she's a Barbie, you're making some kind of a sexually, uh, what do you want to call it, disparaging remark now? Right. Apparently, that's the standard now. It's insane. <laughs> Later Saturday, iHeartMedia DC regional president Aaron Hyland announced Geronimo had been fired after an internal review by way of Nick blah, blah, blah of the Washington Post. So, so one of the two got fired, apparently. Okay. After an internal review, Don Geronimo is no longer an employee of WBIG, the Big 100. Ooh, the Big 100, Ooh. We take matters of this nature very seriously. I guess and his so. behavior does not align with our core
1: values. His, his behavior. This guy's probably sitting at home going, what the fuck did I say? <laughs> Geronimo. This, guy's, this guy probably has a daughter with a fucking room full of Barbies, and he's wondering if he's teaching her to be a whore. Right. Because he was fired for fucking saying
0: Barbie. Right. Interestingly enough, and I think I kind of pointed this out earlier, his name is Geronimo. Yeah. As opposed to the team that we're calling pussy cunts. That's right. Geronimo. Yeah. Can we say that legally? No. (laughs) Geronimo reportedly shouted, Hey, look, Barbie's here. And he said, Barbie's here. <laughs> Chris, you're fucking fired.
1: I guess so. Pack, was that insensitive?
0: Pack your shit and get out of my studio, you, you ingrateful goddamn degenerate.
1: I'll say this. That was a hell of a lot more fucking insensitive
0: than calling this chick here a Barbie. Hi, Barbie girl. I'm guessing she's a cheerleader. That screams, I want to fuck her in the ass to me. Later in the broadcast, Geronimo reportedly said to Young, Oh, hey, there's that chick that you thought dot 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 said tight. I have no idea what that means. Mm-hmm. That's how it's written oh hey there there's that chick that you thought said tight said her pussy's tight i don't know that's all it said yeah what, what? the two later realized she was a quote-unquote sportscaster oh and that makes a difference at channel nine or channel seven and that she's familiar Geronimo added that he thought she was a quote-unquote cheerleader.
1: Who cares? (laughs) But (laughs) This is the dumbest story and the dumbest firing of all the fucking woke firings ever. This is why I said this was going to make your head explode. This is so fucking stupid, I can't even stand it. They fired fucking Wahoo McDaniel and his fucking young crash guy for what for saying, Hey, she looks like a
0: Barbie and she's a cheerleader and she's a cheerleader. She's not a serious sports caster. So what? There's nothing sexual about that. You said she was fired for, or they were fired for
1: sexual fucking conduct.
0: That's what I'm saying. So now we're changing the definition of what sexual harassment means. That's fucking bullshit. Again, it's a moving target. The goalpost is always moving. We don't know what's okay to say. We don't know what's not okay to say. We, we interpret what we want, when we want. You know, the pussy cunts signed a three-year partnership deal with iHeartMedia, the parent company of WBIG. The Big 100. The Big 100 in 2022 when Dan Snyder was still the owner of the team. Snyder officially sold the pussy cunts to a group led by Josh Harris on July 20th for reported $6.5 billion after years of league and federal investigations into sexual misconduct, workplace Mm -hmm. harassment, and allegations of underreporting NFL revenues. The league also fined Snyder sixty million as the sale was approved. The pussy cunts appeared ready to turn over a new leaf after Snyder's departure. Head coach uh, Ron Rivera has already said he is fired up about the new direction of the team. Oh, with shut up, owner. what's he gonna say? Ah, this is gonna send me the same old shit, right?
1: I mean, what's the, what is the coach gonna say? Yeah, jeez. In other
0: news, the cheerleaders have a
1: lot of good cheers for this year. Right. Shut up.
0: Right. And they're wearing full panties. Ah, God. So you don't even get a whiff of that push. Thank God. The next step is, of course, winning football games, something Snyder's team didn't do much of during his time at the helm.
1: True. I'm with Jacqueline This Jackal's saying what they isn't me. And you, I said, she was an eight.
0: I didn't say she wasn't, wasn't attractive. I said she was an eight. She's an attractive woman, but, but yeah. is she any better than anything that you've seen at a, yeah. at a big city bar or anything? No, she's okay. She's all right. I mean, she's, she's a good looking girl. Yeah. But, but again. So this guy lost his job because he said, she said, Hey, look, it's Barbie. Is she, is that a cheerleader down there? Yeah. And no, she's a serious journalist. She's hey, a- Hey, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. She's a journalist and a reporter. How dare you classify her as just a schlub on the side of the field, yeah. cheerleading for the team. She's talented. Yeah. God Kid- damn it.
1: Can you read their their quote one more time for me
0: uh, what they said let me let me reread that yeah, find that real quick. Geronimo reportedly shouted, "Hey, look, Barbie's here! Hi, Barbie girl! I'm guessing she's a cheerleader. Why are you talking about fucking her <laughs> <laughs> How
1: stupid.
0: I know. You diminished a woman's contributions, God damn it. Even if that is
1: what they did, which I'm not saying it is, but even if what you just said about diminishing her contributions, there's a big difference between that and sex and uh, what uh what is it? Sexual harassment. Right. There's nothing sexually harassed. I hope that fucking... Um, this drunk Indian sues the piss out of the fucking pussy cunts.
0: Well, he's not going to sue the football team. He's going to sue his or the t-
1: the TV radio, or radio big station. One
0: hundred. That's right. The big one. I hope he sues them big. Yeah.
1: I hope he gets a big payout from the big 100. Yeah. It's like, what did I do? Well, you disparaged a fellow
0: broadcaster.
1: Not what you fired me for. Yeah. Fire me for sexual harassment. Right.
0: Just yeah. unbelievable. Fucking dick. You're not allowed to say anything about anything anymore. Yeah. Oh. That's why I'm glad I don't work in this world. Oh my God. I knew people that people just I, suck. I knew that would just Ugh. I knew that would just, you know, blow your mind that my. holy shit. Between that and Shelly
1: Rocks's tits in the locals chat, phew, I don't know what to think. Right. Shelly got some big old fucking keens. Yeah, well,
0: she's a, she's a rocker chick. She
1: got some fucking
0: bouncers. <laughs> All right. Um <clears throat> well, you are a you're a formerly married man. Thankfully on the formally why i said formerly married man Mm -hmm. well you've had three children yes do you did you and do you take responsibility for your children
1: as far as
0: like if they do something now like if they killed somebody would i take the blame no, no. no 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 i'm not talking about that Talking about when you were a father when they were under legal age. Mm-hmm. If you and your former spouse planned a vacation or a getaway or did something together, were you responsible for your child? Of course, yeah. Prior to their becoming legal age. Yes. All mm-hmm. right. Well, here, here's here's a controversy. Okay. People are outraged about this. All right. That's ridiculous. A woman named Sabra, S-A-B-R-A, recently caught the attack. And, and this is why I hate because Again, I've made this very clear over the last decade. Social media is the worst cesspool to even be involved in. The woman named Sabra recently caught the attention of nearly 9 million people. Wow. 9 million. After she shared this TikTok (laughs) of her happily refusing to give up her first class plane seat so a kid could sit by their family. Oh, that's nice of her. The video, you could see Sabrina smiling over her decisions with the audio that says, girl, fuck them kids and fuck you too. <laughs> Damn. That's funny. Well, it is funny. And, and I have thoughts on this as well. Okay. I'm going to send this over to you because, uh, maybe you'll have the opportunity to, uh, play the video th- during the second the section, right. the segment. Yeah. Let's see here. All right. I'm going to send this to you,
1: All right,
0: but, uh, I, I, I kind of agree where this went. Okay. Um, and it didn't take long for people. And again, this is where social media comes in. Why do you care what people you don't even know think about your actions or situation? Or Why do you upload this to social media? Who cares? Mm -hmm. Who cares? Yeah,
1: I'm with you on that. Yeah.
0: And, And it didn't take long for people to start applauding her. Most everyone agreed that if parents want their kids to sit, sit next to them, it's their responsibility to plan accordingly beforehand. Good, well, for yeah. you. Good for you. If they wanted their kid to sit next to them, they should have booked adjacent seats. I remember Stewie from The Family Guy said, ma'am, your poor planning does not constitute an emergency for me. You'll see him in Paris. Go sit down.
1: Yeah, I'm w- I'm with this so far. I'm, you know, this is not. I I'm 100 percent with her so far.
0: I am too. Uh, stupid nope. kids. As a as a mom, it's a parent's responsibility to plan ahead. Just travel to Europe for 1.5 months with my toddler, and no one had to move. As a parent, you don't do anything wrong. I wonder if some families actually, on purpose, buy the cheapest tickets to plan to ask someone for their seat. I got kids uh, to move.
1: So- well, they definitely
0: do that. They one
1: hundred percent, dude. It is, or or they'll buy. T- they'll buy like there won't be three available all next to each other. So they'll just buy them scattered, and then they'll they get on the plane and they're and they're like, oh well. You know, they'll, they'll try to get the stewardess to fucking make the people move. That happens all the time. All the time. It's, it's, and, it's fucking bizarre.
0: I, I agree. And she clarified that the airline asked her to switch before she even got on the plane. The gate agent called my name before boarding. They were nice and asked me if I was willing to switch seats. I asked to see the alternative on the seat map it was still first class but all the way in the back i kindly said that i'd rather keep the seat i selected and didn't re- insist they went ahead and found another resolution pretty quickly she explained now i book tickets to fly several times a year
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh the reason i pick tickets the way that i do is because of where it's located yeah you know i i go well Typically for me, I'm just given you know, pulling back the curtain as Chris often says, I, I pick tickets when, when you're, when you enter the plane on the right side, because number one, the, the, um, stewardess or the quote unquote flight attendant area mm-hmm. is, is to the right of me. Sure. And more often than not, when they're in their little area where they have the drinks and food and whatever, they can see me clearly to the right of the plane.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. And
0: more often than not, when they're turned around and looking at the plane, they can see me more often. And if I'm drinking wine or whatever it is that I'm drinking in first class. Mm-hmm. They'll offer me, hey, you want a refill? And I go, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, hook a brother up. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it's about visibility. Mm -hmm. So so I'll go, yeah, yeah, I'll take a refill. (laughs) Yeah. And that's how it works. You know, so I'll sit at the front of the plane. When I enter the plane, I'll usually get the first class tickets on the right. When I enter the plane. And mm-hmm. because the, uh, you know, the, the, uh, what do you want to call it? flight attendant areas to the right of me when I'm sitting down,
1: mm-hmm.
0: they see me and they're more often to serve me. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay, yeah, sure. Bring me another, bring me another glass. But even if that wasn't the case, yes.
1: If you just had a better seat than somebody else, yeah, just by, by pure luck, if you bought your ticket. And
0: it's better. It's, 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 it wrecks their day. Tough shit. Yeah. I, I bought that ticket based on what I know as a flyer. Yeah. They had all the opportunity in the world to buy tickets to sit there, sit next to their fucking kid. They didn't. That's on them. I agree. So I don't need to make accommodations because you need different accommodations for your situation. Yeah, exactly. I I was like, no, sorry. I I bought these tickets because this is where I want to sit. Yeah. And let's be honest. People are
1: beyond disrespectful when they bring their kids with them on the fucking planes
0: oh my god they they expect everyone else to make accommodations because i have kids yeah and tolerate their fucking dumb kids it's like well i didn't choose to have those kids so it's not, not my responsibility to do something about that
1: yeah stick a fucking candy bar in their mouth if that's what'll get them to shut the fuck up for my flight right I hate when the parent is like, when the kid wants something and they're screaming on a fucking plane and it's like the simple solution, just give the kid a fucking cookie. Well, You've already had your cookies for the day, Billy. (laughs) You can only have a carrot. Right. And then the kid's like, I don't want a fucking carrot. Ah!" You know, it's like, oh my God, I'm going to throw this fucking kid out the emergency door.
0: Right. Well, again... I didn't plan for your children. Yeah. So I picked a seat. I picked the accommodations that I wanted and I paid for them. Yeah. So because you got on the plane and your accommodations aren't exactly what you wanted, mm-hmm. it's not up to me to make those accommodations happen for you. Dude,
1: I, I, I've always thought this. Would you pay for a better plane? And what I mean by that is let's say instead of being on a cattle cattle car that flies <laughs> like you are, yes. let's say there was a plane that only had the first-class type seating and, and space and everything else like first-class yes. and uh, had better internet and had no kids, no kids under 20 allowed on the plane or whatever, 18. Right. But let's say the price was... I don't know, one and a half times.
0: Would I pay for that? Yeah. Probably. I would too. Yeah. Well, here, here's the thing. There there used to be, and and I did a little research into this. Yeah. There used to be an airline that accommodated that. It, it mm-hmm. went out of business, unfortunately. I can't remember. I, I saw the little documentary on it. It was mm-hmm. like five or ten minutes long. But there used to be. A airline that accommodated that. God, that would be nice. And well, here's the thing because of the low cost airlines,
1: Mm -hmm. Spirit and whatnot, Spirit,
0: uh, Southwest, blah, blah, blah. JetBlue. Yeah, exactly. They became the Greyhound of the Air. Yeah. I don't fly any of those because it's just like, you know, if you watch any of these you know shows youtube videos whatever where there's mm-hmm. altercations at the airport or yeah. you know in the air and whatever there's always a certain demographic that is always causing a problem
1: fucking swedes
0: and i don't want that issue so if i'm good flying like to la or something I usually will fork out the extra dollars for, like, for first class mm-hmm. on a reputable airline, sure. typically American, mm-hmm. uh, to avoid that shit.
1: Yeah, but you know what the problem is now? the The airline business is so fucked up now that when they can't get you on a flight because they're overbooked or whatever... They'll put you on, even if you've paid JetBlue price, they'll put
0: you on one of those other flights. Right. Because it's cheaper than putting you in a hotel. Well, I've never been bumped from a first-class flight on American. I can can say that honestly. Sure. But if I'm flying to LA or something like that and I book first-class flight, I'm usually on that flight.
1: Yeah, and you I, sure as fucking giving it up for some goddamn kid?
0: Nope. And I've not experienced a problem, but I see all these issues like Spirit, JetBlue, uh, Southwest, where there's like fights and
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know problems. And I'm not I'm not willing to risk my flight due to somebody's behavior.
1: No. Yeah. I, I saw a thing, I think it was Anthony and Gavin. Yes. And they were talking about raising the rate the raising the cost of flights to a thousand dollars a flight. I, I saw that as well. And I was like, man, that is
0: fucking brilliant.
1: Yes. That really is brilliant because it, it will accomplish exactly what you want. It gets rid of the riffraff.
0: Yes. That that's the whole thing. And and they were talking about the uh flights of like the sixties and the seventies. Yeah. Where the, the quote-unquote, the stews mm-hmm. were hot. Right. And the accommodations were good and people were served well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people who flew those flights were uh, acted accordingly, as it were. Sure. And mm-hmm. they were treated accordingly. Yeah. And in today's Greyhound of the Air... Yeah. Not so much.
1: It's the lowest common it's the same fucking people that ride a bus.
0: Exactly. And you're getting exactly that behavior. Yeah, so assholes. So, so you have to ride with uh, the the uh, lowest common denominator because somehow they can affair, afford the airfare. Yeah. Uh well somehow um, you can get a fucking $59 flight from
1: to to certain cities that are hot spots like Florida. Like or Florida's not a city, obviously, but like Miami or so. I think they just announced here. Yeah, like Atlanta, Cleveland to
0: Florida, fifty-nine bucks. Yeah, Atlanta. Yeah, or, you know, or even or even Las Vegas. Cleveland to Las Vegas, uh, yeah. one hundred fifty-nine bucks or something yeah. like shit. You
1: know who you're going to be sitting next to on that flight? A fucking idiot.
0: Right. Of course. That's who.
1: You're you're sitting next to a fucking degenerate fuckface. That's like I can get to Vegas for 150 bucks and then I could spend my rent at the fucking slots, t- slots table or whatever, or at the slot machine. You know, it's like, oh, fucking, oh, I hate. No, and I mean, you know me, dude. I, I have said how long that I, how long has it been? 13 years since I've been on a plane. Yeah. Because I, and this is why I can't stand it. I can't, <laughs> I, I will, I'll be the guy that they end up fucking putting, um, the little um, zip ties on to a <laughs> chair because I will beat somebody to death if they get up yelling and screaming Right? because I, I just can't put up with it.
0: Sure. Fuck that. All right. Well, let's see what this girl says in this video and we'll wrap up the show. Let's see All if right. she's got some commentary here. All
1: right, let's see. Nothing? Nothing? Could you not hear it?
0: Oh, no, stop playing! Oh wait a minute,
1: because it went to another fucking thing. Hold on, <laughs> God, I hate fucking.
0: We need our we need our own interns, man. No, we
1: really don't. We just need not to have to play anything off a of fucking stupid Instagram, which sucks.
0: All right, all right, here we go. Best to make the most out of it. After catching of course up there's no way to start all of over. the kisses and cuddles, we went for a long walk in Capitol Hill, and I wanted to take her to one of my favorite restaurants, Monsoon. This was actually my mom's first time trying Vietnamese food, and she was obsessed with these ahi... T- I don't think
1: there's anything in this. No? Nope. Because I'm looking at the description, too, and it just says, you know, that she's talking about her fucking food and shit.
0: Okay. I thought there was, like, uh, the girl who, for you know, wouldn't give up her seat... For the family, yeah, man. I don't
1: see. I don't see. I mean, there's back in the article, there's different fucking tweets or whatever, but. All right. Yeah. All right. But our bottom line is we've already said what we need to say is we agree yeah. with her. I hate social media, man. Yeah. We agree with her and fuck these dummies that didn't book three seats that, together.
0: True. Fuck you. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get out of here. All right. I will let you pick a departing song. So what should we play?
1: All right. Let's go with um let's go with uh, Love Shine from Motley Crew, 94 record.
0: No way, man. That features John Karabi. He's not like really crew, man. That's right. But uh yeah, if you want to see um you know, you know, pretty good documentary where John karabi is featured with Motley Crue. Yep. Um, go see it. It's called, I want to rock. Yeah, I and, do want to rock. I'm going to watch it later. And he talks about, uh, being a part of Motley crew. Um, during the, you know, the Motley bad Crue, time, <laughs> well, no, the Motley crew, the Motley crew era, right. Where it wasn't, um, uh, you know, people didn't accept him, man. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Let's see. You said love shine. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see here. Oh, there it is. Okay. All right. We're going to play a uh, motley crew. We're going to get out of here. We'll be back next Saturday. This is motley crew featuring John Karabi from the 1994 re- release, yep. which, you know, I think a lot of people love. Some people go, it's not Vince, man. where's fucking jim to throw
1: his stupidity in on that i agree all
0: right well here it is it's love shine we'll be back next saturday night we'll do this thing all over again so this is neely along with my very good friend chris Egan. and we'll see you bye kids